This match is scheduled for one fall. Coming around the ring at a combined weight of 765 pounds, Justin, Luigi, Jay, and Daryl, the Get Show Podcast. <laughs> Bust it up yo, 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 yo! Bruh. The Get Your Podcast Bruh. Boys are in Bruh. the building! <laughs> yo, 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 what's going on, Jay? How you feeling? Ooh, what was that? what's that song, man? You know, just a, just a, uh, you know, oh. just a little, you know. What's that on the beat? What's that on the beat? You know, just a little some some, you know, usually a little some some, you know, to get the party started. I know it's uh outside it's like very Hold on, wait. Okay. Justin and I try to be the DJ. Man, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do two things at one time, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah, man, dude. You know, just trying to uh lighten the mood because it's uh you know, rainy weather. It's out here like it's like Seattle or something out here. Yeah, man. Man, it's like every week at least it's raining at least once uh, once a day. Yeah, and it's a gloomy day in the studio as well because we're missing Luigi right oh, now. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like... Right. <laughs> I missed last week. You know, I, I had some birthday plans. I know uh, yeah. thank you guys for coming. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, had some birthday plans, but yeah, I was hoping that we would get a full squad, but Luigi's sick, you know, so it's like that, usher, weather, it's like that uh, usher song. Other the weather, you know. Trading places. <laughs> Gonna get it. Get kids on. We're just trading places, man. Me, uh, Justin's here full time, and I'm taking Luigi's spot. We'll be a uh, full team next next show. Probably next week. Next week, maybe we might have a uh, special guest that might be you know oh. with us next week. <laughs> man, take it full advantage you know, of these sound saying, effects. If if you don't know, we got some new sound effects. Uh, I took the extra time to come early. Yeah, man. And try to load Appreciate them into it. the roadcaster. Um, try to get some other ones. I try to get the Stone Cold what. Uh, sound effects in here but i couldn't find one that didn't have like a a crowd in it mm-hmm. i couldn't just get him just to say what so i couldn't i tried, couldn't i tried to find some of those um you know try to show our uniqueness you know yeah i like that because we've been actually talking about it but we've been keeping the same oh i know the guy keeps telling <laughs> us like every time like you know we could also adjust our mics but we don't adjust it there's other things that we could do we're just in and out man we, we can sound out of tune we can say an auto tune <laughs> oh for real um yeah man uh since you weren't here last week I wanted to get your uh, your thoughts on the wrestling schedule in terms of like watching it on TV. Um, you know, Monday nothing on Tuesday. Well, technically nothing on Tuesday, and then you know the way the the uh, the wrestling land layout is now. Yeah. Like, do you feel like it's enough time for rest? Do you feel like it's too much? Or it's fucking up our schedule. That's for sure. We don't know when or when <laughs> we're gonna record. You know, it's just, you don't know what day. Right. I right. mean, maybe it's maybe just. I'm always not. It always takes a little bit to get used to change. We're always used to the Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, the it's typical. Spread, the typical. It's spread yeah. out, but yeah, I think. I mean, with this change comes with a lot of excitement because AEW's on mm-hmm. TV, NXT's mm-hmm. on TV, mm-hmm. and it is spread out a bit, so it's hard to keep track of them all. Yeah, especially the Friday shows. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that there's two really good promotions on TV now, it's gonna just set it just one, and now WWE stepping their game yeah. up too. Yeah, well, two AEW? only two. 
what about four? Four? You don't count Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, or oh like, no, everything. Oh, you're, you're talking about like a whole. Oh, one whole like WWE. Okay, I got you. What you're saying? But here's a question: with uh, these new announcers on Raw, SmackDown getting uh-huh. uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves is is SmackDown the new the new Raw basically like the new main show? See, okay, so my opinion on that is we we talked about it last week. Uh, me, Luigi, and I feel that because um, it's on Fox, and Fox is a you know main Gotta network. Be, right? You know, shout out to uh, Channel Twelve out here in the mid in the <laughs> 32, Midwest, 32, 32, or if you don't have cable, thirty two. Um, it, it's definitely got main. It's definitely got more commercial, more commercial, a little bit more mainstream. I mean, they had a red carpet for SmackDown. You know, they had mm-hmm. a red carpet. Uh, I mean. I guess now that you have NXT on a on on there too, I guess like that is considered main roster now, you know. Yeah. So I mean, the fact that they moved their their A commentating squad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see what's happened. Well, actually, let's bring oh, this did up. I answer? I think I answered the wrong question. No, no, you're good. Okay. <laughs> no, now that they brought the A squad over to SmackDown. And who are these? Nigel, man. Nigel, Nigel, uh, Nigel McGinnis. You Larry mean? Fitzgerald doing. Uh, <laughs> you talking about Nigel McGinnis? Yeah. Oh, Nigel, Nigel McGinnis is uh is like one of the indies. Uh, he's like uh, um he did a lot a lot of wrestling in the UK in the indie scene. He actually had a lot of great matches with Daniel Bryan back in the day, but it just so happens like they went separate ways. You know, Daniel Bryan went to WWE and Nigel stayed uh in the indie scene. He had a great. He has a crazy story. Shout out on WWE. Uh, Chronicles, I think there's a documentary of uh, Nigel McGuinness' story on there, which is pretty good. I think you should check it out. Um, but, yeah, he definitely has a lot of knowledge about the ring. And he's good um, for the NXT, and he's good complimentary for Mario Ranello. And mm. shout-out to Beth Phoenix Edge. I got I to gotta, I gotta bone up with Mario <laughs> when we talk about uh, NXT. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, it does seem like Raw is turning into the SmackDowns. At the new SmackDown is getting a lot more yes, attention, and yes, rightfully so. Yes, it's on Fox, yes, you know. It's on yes, the yes. So, but but the, with this draft, I feel like that's going to mm. influence the draft too. Because mm-hmm. don't you think everyone wants to be on SmackDown, or you think they're just going to fucking break the rules and have this this draft? Although there's going to be a bunch what, of overlap. Well, you know, uh, like uh, the ju- last one. I mean, just to like uh, answer answer your question and also put this out there: What the hell? The, on Friday, there's a press conference now. WWE oh. has press conferences. About man, the draft, you, I think I think yeah, AEW. Real, I think when AEW was like, "Yeah, we're gonna make this more like sport." Yeah, because then, they have Tony Khan answering yeah, yeah. stuff. Pre, you know, after, all of a sudden you're gonna see Ernie Johnson and uh, yeah. uh, the TNT uh, NBA TNT crew over well, there. Hannah Storm was gonna come out. Yeah, I mean, they had Aaron Andrews last. <laughs> they had Aaron Andrews doing a uh, SmackDown, <laughs> Dancing with New Day. First off, first off, I hate that. It's like I understand that they want WWE to be uh, looked at as mainstream and get them in the eyes of like. Uh, you know, uh, more eyes on the mainstream and, and have it fit into pop culture and all that. But like, at least at least have people there that care about being there. Mm-hmm. Like to me, Aaron Andrews and that one dude—I I forgot his name. Um, they were just they were just working, and I understand that that's your job. But like, you, wrestling fans, like we could tell that you, you're just there just to BS. You know, what yeah, I mean? you and honestly, I thought that was awkward too. Because yeah, it was. It Aaron definitely was. Doesn't understand the dynamic of like wrestling interviews. It's fake. Yes. It's, yes. It's, yes. It's extravagant. Yes. You know. Yes. She's yeah. used to, you know, talking She used to, to handwritten promos. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, it just shows. It actually shows that those people actually don't know how to improv, unlike the WWE crew. 
Yeah. You know, they're just they're they're like looking at the camera like, okay, somebody should have uh, cue cards for me, you know, but like Right. Just put Charlie Crusoe there with the yeah, with those the, braids, man, like exactly. Alicia Keys. Or or what's her name? Uh Daryl's girl, um uh, from uh uh the blonde. Um thing. She remember she didn't like um Mayweather before? She was she she had Roman Reigns on her show. Oh. Or are you talking about the girl on on uh on, on ESPN. Oh, but it's on Fox. Bruh. Bruh, bruh. Yeah, I got those mixed up, guys. Sorry. But uh, so this draft, though, I mean, yeah, press conference press with, for the press conference for the draft. So who's gonna be? I mean, it's it's hard to tell, but like, who are I've, just on top of our Becky? Head? Becky number one. Just on top of our head, like top three. Yeah, let's just name. Like, okay, well, okay. So there's there's actually a couple of rules that I'm trying to figure out. So like, is. NXT is not part of it, right? No. Okay, so it's just straight raw and SmackDown. Like, I mean, there might be some. Yeah, I feel like there might be some call ups from call ups possibly or transfers. Since now it's not not <laughs> yeah, really a call up, it's a transfer. Yeah, yeah. Um, or demotion, basically. No, uh, <laughs> we could do like top three, like just a top three, real yeah, quick. So. Uh, side note. Okay, so if I was like picking for raw, I would definitely go with number one pick. I would definitely, if I was like, you know, definitely number one pick. I gotta go with Becky. Yeah, the and most so, popular. And she's going yeah. to smack, and she's going to SmackDown. She's going to SmackDown for sure. Oh yeah, because she's switching. All right, that makes sense. But don't you think if <laughs> Becky, let's let's be real, Becky and Brock are going to be the top two picks. Yeah, both yeah. of them have to be on SmackDown. Well, shouldn't Brock be on SmackDown too? Because he's like the casual fan, most yeah. noticeable casual fan yeah, wrestler. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Same with Becky. She's on both sides. The she's casual, on both sides. Yeah, they both need to be on there. Yeah, and I feel sure. someone like Kofi who is recognized, but he's going to be on Raw. He's going to uh, run, but yeah. he won't be the first pick. But right, I just right. want to say, I mean, if those are the top two picks, they, I mean, one's got to go on Raw then. Yeah, yeah. And take that L and go on Raw. Yeah, and, because they're going to definitely be fighting for each, you know, so. Or do you think <sighs> WWE is going to make some stupid random second pick and then leave Brock for the third pick to go to SmackDown? Mm, dude, that's Because uh, they both got to be on SmackDown. Okay, it makes okay, more sense. okay. That's some uh, Patrick Ewing uh, cold envelope type of stuff right there. Uh, or it could be like AJ going to Raw. True, AJ could yeah. be number two, then they will take Brock true, going to SmackDown. True, true, true. Or number two could be a sleeper pick, like something like John Cena, oh. who's like technically active but not really active. So I would say like, man, yeah. That's, be- like, that's like picking Greg Oden, man. They're just selecting him <laughs> and he's not going to play. <laughs> or are using him like Keith Van Horn for just that trade, just for that player to come through, just for that player to come through. Um, yeah, I, I would say definitely Becky, uh, Becky, Brock, top, uh, top two, and then a top three. Oh man, top three! I would have to say likely it would be. Huh. That's this is hard. You got to go with the Fiend as top Ro- three. Oh, Roman Reigns though. Oh, Roman Reigns. I yeah. mean, yeah, I think you got to think business wise. Fiend, okay, obviously, okay. for us as a fan, yeah, I would yeah. want the Fiend. Up okay. There. Yeah, so Roman, Ro- okay, so okay, so yeah, top three, it'd be Brock. Now nah, I'm thinking like what you're thinking. So definitely Brock, Becky, Roman, Daniel. Going to, going to SmackDown? No, that would be like the top. Okay. So like the top six would be like Beck, Becky, Brock, Roman, Daniel. Um, I'm thinking like crossover appeal. Who else? But which one's going to SmackDown? Which one's going oh, to Oh, what's going to SmackDown? 32. See, I thought that they might try to keep Roman and Daniel Bryan together. Okay. On, on SmackDown, I can see them both going to Raw. Yeah, just because they have the crossover appeal. 
Like definitely Roman has the, you know, the casual fans and the crossover appeal. Daniel Bryan plays both sides. Yeah, Roman's been exposed way too much in the wrestling community. Yeah, so maybe yeah. there's put him a step back yeah. from on Raw. And you need a legitimate guy. wrestler like Daniel Bryan, but he has enough gravitas to cross over to the yeah. main fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh <clears throat> So yeah, I I'm yeah. Undertaker, I guess, could be another one, but then he's hey. not he's not used a lot. Greg Oden. <laughs> the same Greg Oden analogy. But well, Marcus Aldridge. <laughs> that's who the Bulls drafted. It got Tyrus <laughs> Thomas. That's another story. But yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, what do you want to go with first, man? Because we have yeah, a lot well, okay, going well, on. Uh, I just want to do a couple things for Outside the Ring. There's not a lot I want to talk about today because a lot of it's just kind of, eh, you know, eh, you know, mm-hmm. like, you I know, mean, there's I'll, a lot to cover anyway. There's Raw, a lot to cover, AEW, you know, so like we kind of pick or choose what we talk about. But the one thing I do want to talk about, which is kind of just random, is that Roman Reigns was on GQ, the YouTube show, you know, GQ, how they uh-huh. have the thing about like the things in my bag. Mm-hmm. So they, he talked about all the essential things that he has in his bag, blah, 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 this, this, condoms and stuff. And then like the one thing that I thought that was very interesting that he does and smart is that he has an inflatable bed. Really? Yeah, so he talked about how he has inflatable bed and how, like, sometimes they get to the arenas early and instead of, like, sitting on a couch that might have been there for 50 years with all these, like, bacteria up in there or finding a chair that fits his size, he just has an inflatable portal bed that he just inflates in the locker room and he's just chill, just chilling. Yeah, you know how much space that takes? Is he see that have <laughs> Hey, it's, the, it's, the big, it's his yard. It's his yard. <laughs> You see Chad Gable like, damn, man, I'm cross crushed <laughs> Yeah, Chad Gable be like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> and those shiny-ass trunks. You know, so purple, gold. Right, right. And then uh, the other thing, too, I, I don't know if you saw about this, but I put it on our, on our Instagram story. A, uh, NWA just premiered their first episode, their newly done episode um, called Power. Um, and dude, it, it, it's so dope to me, for me, uh, like, you know, cause like, uh, traditional wrestling at heart is like, they did the show very retro, re- retroactive style. So like, you know, like you've seen Stranger Things and stuff, mm-hmm. you know how like the, sh- the, uh, the movies like shot like a movie from like the eighties. Yeah, yeah. So the NWA power show, the wrestling show is done as if it was in the eighties. So they have the old school '80s graphics. Yeah. It's shot in a studio in Atlanta, Georgia. They have they have Jim Cornette and yeah. commentary, and then they have like you could tell like it's the very prop desk. It's all prop. It's in the studio. You can hear like the audience like definitely applauding when they're told to be applause, cheering when they want to be cheering. Like, and it's like the old school ring. It's like very old school everything. And dude, the best part about it is that like they they wrestle and then they do promos right after the wrestle or vice versa. And, like, Nick Aldis is their champion, right? So a lot of the things that they do in NWA is very, like, traditional base. And one of the promos that uh, Nick Aldis said that, like, you know, if you want to see real men fight and none of these kids do these balancing act, this is where you need to watch. This is real wrestling. So I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really unique. It's something old that they made new. So it's definitely it's definitely awesome. It's definitely something to check out. I put a little bit of it on the... Uh, the uh, get your podcast, your stories. I think it's definitely something to check out. So I kind of miss that, like the old uh, when they did the interviews behind the backdrop. Yes, you know? exa- Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of no. like talk. That's how Talking Smack was a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. they have like vignettes and they have people right, talking. Right, and, right. You know, uh, what's his name? 
Alistair Black talking yeah. in a, a oh, dark it, room, you know, just <laughs> in the bathroom. Just turn off the lights. Well, you, you just miss the mean gene, you know, holding up the oh, mic. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's shit. very reminiscent of those old old school days. So, like, it's definitely dope. It's definitely dope. Nice, nice. Uh, I wanted to bring up because I texted you guys uh, middle of the week about this, but dude, I didn't know Alberto Del Rio is was an MMA fighter. Yeah, I, and then, but, uh, so, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh, yep. and, uh huh. Yeah, for a little, for a little while. Yeah, and I had so he's actually because he's scheduled to fight Tito Ortiz, who is. Uh, yep. I mean, I'm sure yes, a lot yes, of people yes. know who he is. he's kind of old now, but he was a UFC one of the one of the main UFC guys. He was big rivalry with Chuck Liddell back back then, but he's yeah fighting Alberto Del Rio December seventh in in Hidalgo, Texas, and I had to look it up because I was like, damn, Alberto Del Rio looking like, you know. <laughs> I just didn't think he fought. So the fact that so I looked him up, he was nine and five. He has uh-huh. a wrestling background, and he even faced uh, this guy Mirko Krokop, who was like one of the, the like the deadliest you know heavyweight kickboxers like ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I saw I, I YouTube this fight and straight okay. this guy straight up head kicked him and knocked his ass out. But wow! The fact that he's you know in who's a real fighter is is pretty dope to me. So I mean. He's gonna lose to Tito Ortiz, but yeah, that's hundred percent for sure. The the one thing about uh, uh that is kind of interesting is that I wish somehow that can, uh that him and uh, Nakamura could be meet in a UFC style match, so yeah. be in UFC because they Nakamura was an MMA fighter for a little bit too. New Japan tried to do this thing was like being an MMA fighter or whatever, and then you, and it shows on their wrestling abilities. They, they yeah, they're both like the rough, the guys. holds and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Who would win that, Alberto or Nakamura? Mm, I don't know. Let's ask Paige. Who hits harder? <laughs> but, um, anyway. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. Anyway. Um. So, Hell in a Cell. Should we talk about it? Yeah. Let's We're gonna work quick, our way around. Quick, We're gonna work quick, our way quick, around. Quick. We're gonna go to Hell in a uh, Hell in a Cell, Raw. Then we're gonna get to NXT and AEW. Um. Hell in a Cell. We're not gonna talk too much about it, but obviously, horrible finish. Nobody enjoyed that. Uh, the, I know a lot of people are saying like, how can you do a, <clears throat> how can you disqualify somebody in a non disqualification match? Mm-hmm. But I, but you know, if you saw, that's not what the case was, and as it reported, it was because he was stopping him from basically beating him to a pulp, which is kind of stupid. But you know, shenanigans, shenanigans. You uh, <laughs> are you you're talking about the Becky match? Uh, talk about the 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 finish, the last match. Oh. I mean the the matches I'm the funny the funny thing is the best matches were in the beginning of the night. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, man, the the the, the women's matches. The, 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 yeah, yeah. The well, women's. let's see, Sasha and Becky. I thought that was that was pretty nice. It was. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you know typical of them too. I wish they could yeah. just wrestle all the time to be honest. Yeah, exactly. They should have had a spot a little bit later, but I could see how the way, uh, the way the lay the lay of the pay per view. The way the card was shaped up, it it, they, it was good that they went first. That means they had all the attention on them. They I like had, the direction they, of that. They had they had the they had the more time and a better way to start because you know you're gonna start with uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, Roman versus the Bludgeon Brothers. You know, so that was a good way to start. A good way to start. It's funny how like the pay per view actually was better from the beginning and then it just got worse as. <laughs> <laughs> it just declined as as it got later in the night, you know. And I noticed a trend with that. I don't know what when Paul Heyman and, and all the new writers came in, they're putting the big the hot matches first. And AEW did that too. The last their first two right, episodes. Yeah, right, this right, one right, being right. private party versus uh, uh, yeah, young, young Bucks. Bucks. Ooh, 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 but, yeah, but that's yeah, gonna yeah, be that yeah, later. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so I, th- I think it's because they know that millennials, you know, we have short short attention spans. So, like, <laughs> if they see something boring to start, it's like, yeah, we'll just flip the channel. Yeah, yeah, it's true, true, true. now you started with something hot, it's going to kind of get the Yeah, blue. yeah, exactly. It's not, exactly. not like the traditional, like, boxing UFC undercards where it's, like, shitty mm-hmm. up to the main event. Yes, so yes, yes. I like, I like this yeah. different change. Get show on Becky. There was that spot where they he tossed. She was at the, the third rope or second rope, and yeah, she yeah. tossed the chair to Becky, Sasha. Uh-huh. And Sasha was like waiting, holding the chair against her face for like five seconds <laughs> until she did a drop kick oh, on the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, bitch, hurry up. <laughs> but there were some cool spots too oh, when she was, was held yeah. up in the corner of the of the cage. Yeah. And uh, she did the drop kick from there. The, yeah, the, lots of how, how she made a how she made a makeshift chair. Yeah, yeah. for Sasha to sit down, which is smart. I thought that was so smart. Whoever helped them in the match, or you know, whatever. Because the the previous Hell in a Cell match was also good with with Sasha and Charlotte, but the thing was is that um, Sasha's body weight isn't it's she's light, mm-hmm. so I felt in this match instead of like um, instead of doing that instead of using it as a disadvantage they use it as an advantage. Obviously she could pro- be propped up in a chair because she's light. You know, yeah. if it was a normal person, that chair would probably fall, but because she's light, that played into it. You know what I mean? So they definitely use her her ability of being like you know lighter as an advantage. And you notice the more utilization of the chair compared to the Charlotte match yeah, too. Yeah, you yeah. saw you know the chair was sitting down doing yeah. like drop toe holds on it. Right, and, right, right, uh, right. Using that the top of the chair folded up. And, exactly the Kendo sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Sasha doing the Dean Ambrose with the suplex with all the the chairs on there. Yeah, that- I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, I thought that match was really good. That probably was the best match of the night, of the weekend maybe, um, until maybe the Young Bucks and yeah. and Private Party. But Happy Becky won, you know, just keep that range. She's, she's, she's yeah. super hot right yeah, now. And, yeah. and the crazy thing about her is that, I mean, she has a limited skill set. and that's, she's, She doesn't have like this ricochet move. She doesn't no, have, no, no. she's just, they like her, but just because she's authentic, she yeah. just, she knows what she's to say. She's a brawler. She's a yeah. brawler. She's more yeah, of a like, brawler. She has the attitude. She yeah. has just everything. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to have, you know, fucking yeah. Jeff Hardy jumping from a ladder. Right, right, to, right. I mean, like, the at wrestler. the end of the day, out of the four, in just terms of just wrestling moves and wrestling psychology, definitely Charlotte and Sasha are, are way better. But in terms of, like, having, being over and having, being complete, Becky, you know, Goes above those two just a notch a little bit. Yeah, because wrestling wise, what does she have? She has Bexploder. Bexploder, right? She has right. like the opposite leg drop. She right. From the op- right, yeah. <laughs> and then she has the little like springboard kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wrestling really wrestling wise is like way below Rashad yeah, and Sasha, yeah. but she just has the attitude. She, she just has, has right, the confidence right. that you know, people, you know, a lot of Fans want to just gravitate right. towards. Right, and she can go. That's the thing. She can go. The, you know, like you said, like without even the wrestling moves, but she can go. She can take a beating. Yeah. She can sell. She can take the moves. She can do power. She can do finesse. So I kind of, that's, that's why I kind of like mimic her to like Stone Cold because Stone Cold really didn't have a lot of wrestling moves, but he can definitely go, you know. Yeah. You take away the Luthes press, what what is else there to do besides the stunner, you know. <laughs> Instead of punching and then instead of the and, the and then flick him off and then do the, one more punch, yeah. <laughs> or the the stomping in the corner, you know this time, <laughs> and then like they're walking away, and it's, <laughs> or you got the one where he does like a regular back body <laughs> suplex, and then like he goes to the ropes and starts flicking the fingers, <laughs> or yeah, know. or when he does like the the his little like elbow. What a basic oh, it's his, not even it's a basic elbow yeah. from the second. <laughs> 
That's he. That's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah. But limited, he has the attitude. He limited has the attitude, skill set, but he has just, the persona. It's like you want to watch him. You know. Yeah. So. I, that, that's that's good. Yeah. Is, this is, there, a, maybe is there a sound effect for a great idea like that? <laughs> oh yeah, I got it. Oh! <laughs> that's why I think maybe she should do the stunner instead of Kevin Owens. She's okay. You know, oh, maybe she should Britt do Baker did a stunner, but also oh, that's uh, true. Okay. She did like a cutter stunner, whatever. But yeah, anyway. okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, yeah. She should. She should. She should. It, she it, needs like a secondary because Beck is not a finishing move. Do you remember she did like move. a little bit of a rock bottom type of move? Oh. Like, like it's like she picked them up in a belly the like a belly to belly suplex, but when she threw them, it was with one arm. So I don't know if that was like a move that they're trying to like fix in there. Yeah, she she definitely needs like another power. She needs move. a signature move. Yeah. Another signature. Beck Splorer is not really. It's just like no. a move she does a no. lot. Because you can't do that to Nia Jax. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Let's say the um, underrated match for sure has got to be Ali and Randy Yes, Orton. dude. Yes. And I mean, I thought that was a great The last match, two man. minutes. The last two minutes. I mean, there's one thing. I mean, you can say whatever you want about Randy Orton, but he definitely knows how to close. He yep. definitely knows how to finish. You know what I'm saying, ladies? <laughs> oh. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, and you even saw Randy Orton kind of give him a tap yep. at the end at the end at the match, you know, kind of yep. showing her his respect. Let's there. get Tikka Masala later. Let's get it. <laughs> or he was basically like gave him a tap and is like, Damn, uh, you really could have been the Kofi Kingston spot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but then it hurt your ass six, five months ago. <laughs> oh, yep, yeah, basically. But hey, Ali, man, that was that. Yeah, that match was good. Maybe they should keep it going, huh? They should keep going. I mean, definitely got chemistry, but uh, you don't want to overdo it. Just like how they sometimes they do too much with Randy Orton. You remember Randy Orton and uh, Alberto Durrell? They had too much of the same thing. But Ali should really bring up that storyline about hey, like you hurt me. I could have been. Oh, that's well, that's true. Like now, let me get over you. That's true. But you know, some people don't really like a sob story. It's kind of like you know, it's kind of you're hit. It's you know. It's it's a it's sob, but it's real, and I think that's the thing that's different. Okay, okay, I feel it you. Could be that that might be that might gravitate because it's actually real. You have clips of him right. stomping on his damn face, like, right, 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 and having a shiner at the end of the damn match. You know what's funny? Um, now that you brought that up, what happened to the Ali promos? Oh yeah, when he was in the when he was in like Briarcliff, when he was like two, the, two, two miles away from here. Two, two, <laughs> when he when he was outside White Castle underneath the light at like three a.m. in the morning, you know. Yeah, dude, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's something that they need to bring back or whatever, but maybe with the draft, he gets drafted to, you know, Raw, and then he brings those promos back, and then realizes that he's in the same room with Aleister Black. He's like, oh, are you finishing here? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the, the room was darker. I thought no one was in here, but you're doing your damn promo. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Ali, and we're not we're a little biased because he's from Raw. Yeah, yeah, here, shout out, shout out, shout out. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully this catapults him. Cause, for like, sure, for sure. Because, yeah, I'm liking that. I was already pissed yeah. that he wasn't part of this. Well, he beat Buddy Murphy. I was like, oh, shit, dude. This could, really could be it. This yeah, could yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad push. Gable gets a fucking push. Yep. And uh, we all know <laughs> and, how that's going. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're stretching it out, but it's it's dying. Time. Yeah. For real. Um, I mean, honestly, that's all I have for Alan. So I, I really well, don't care about the Daniel Bryan. Well, the the yeah, the hug of mania. I mean, that that kind of that definitely saved the match. You know, with them trying to hug it out. Uh, I thought that was funny. The other funny thing I want I also put on there was AJ Styles, how he was overselling after he got uh that punch from Braun Strowman. Yeah. 
how like the OC had to wake him up, and he's like, "Where am I?" He's like, "You're at the pay per view." He's like, oh, "Okay." Uh. And he like he couldn't walk, he couldn't do anything, and then like afterwards, he he like put lifted up the title as if like he won or something, and then he like fainted. Yeah. So I thought that was yeah, I thought that he's was hilarious. I, I do it. It's a come the best man, the best, the best, the best, definitely the best. But you got oh, I forgot to mention the the women's match, the Kabuki Warriors, Kabuki Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, man. What do you think? Excited? Hey, man. Hey, we we talked about it. Yep. You gave it a little lower grade. I'm. Uh-huh. I mean, I would have given the same grade uh-huh. if the Kabuki Warriors didn't win. But right, they, right, now right, that right. they won, and I'm happy they did, I right, would right, give right. that match a B. Okay. Okay. And I know they want to bring that, bring back that Tajiri fucking green mist, green mist, Sierra mist. And by the way, did she not wipe? Her, how does she not know to wipe her mouth? <laughs> it's like dripping down her face, like and who? Nikki Cross? Nikki Cross? No, Oscar. No, no, oh, Oscar. Oh, she spit it, oh. and then she's like raising her, like smiling with the bell, like raising her hand. Her, her, her mouth well, is like maybe she likes the taste and doesn't want to wipe it away. Who's who's? <laughs> <laughs> and how does that work? Was that in her? Was it like Triple H, where she has the water in his mouth? Uh, like- some people just don't swallow. <laughs> but yeah, um. <laughs> I'm not one? ready. Okay. Anyway, all right. Anyway, bruh. Um. But yeah. So um. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Kabuki Warriors. Overall, good match. The only reason why I gave it a low grade in our in our text in our text group is because uh there was no build you know they kind of just got in there i i think there was a little bit something but they kind of just got in there it was kind of a throwaway match uh, not a throwaway match it was just kind of put on for the, the the hell in a cell card i mean they are deserving alexa and um alexa and nikki cross are good tag team champions but i just feel like you have they're the third team to be the tag team champions i feel like they're also keeping the tag team belts over I feel like they are deserving of a little bit more attention than than just putting on a match. Uh, same thing with Asuka and Kyrie Zhang. You know, they deserve a little bit more attention instead of just let's just throw them together and you know let's just have them win and then let's move on to the next thing. Was you know? WWE like, oh, we saw a Rio one for AEW. We got to give it to our Asian <laughs> girls too. <laughs> What's your name? Korean saying, come here. You win. You win. Uh, As- Asakira, that point star. Well, okay, okay, I can you and you know, and the thing is, like, you know what's what's up is that because you know I have a, a certain kind of point. They definitely weren't paying attention because they did not get you on them for not making a song. Oh my god! They, they yeah. pressed they pressed the intro for Asuka's song, and then transferred it <laughs> a little bit. Kyrie, and then put the transfer down the uh, you know, what I'm saying the uh. The the uh what's it called? No, they like alternated the song. They like, alternated the song. It was like yeah, yeah. Hers, they cut it, and yeah. then like they moved the Kyrie, then yeah. back to hers. It's right, like, right, exactly. The DJ was just dude. transferring both at the same time, you know. Yeah, and they're both like two horrible, like two totally different songs. Exactly. I mean, they're two. Yeah, there's no blend. There's no blend of either. It's like the hell is going on here you know yeah, but the dj to put some little you know transition to it exactly just like, exactly exactly i mean you have all that money or you have all that time you know what i'm saying you could have just came up with something you know yeah for real or just come out to one person's song and now that they're actually well where are they heels i i think they're a little Maybe bit of heel. they got they'll a little change. bit of heelish and where's Paige? where what is she doing is she's the one that's supposed to be the promo builder since they can't speak yeah i I thought that she might be doing another surgery or something. Xavier I, isn't wrestling either. So. Well, oh, oh. Oh! 
Um, but yeah, up, up, down, down. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe they're joining. They're joining. They could have two meanings: up, up, down, down. <laughs> maybe they're joining uh, Bobby Lashley and Lana in the same. Oh. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Uh, I mean, I mean, we talked about it last time. Uh, if do you have do you have anything that you so, care to put so, in? Well, I mean, or put it, out it, it, or pull out. It carried over to Raw. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah, the, yeah. Whole, <laughs> the whole the whole hotel yeah, scene. The hotel scene. So I know Lana's done this before with you know Big she Glenn? kissed she kissed Zidolf. Yeah. This is a little bit more amplified. I, let's be real. Their their marriage is fine. She just acts. Yeah, guys. K Fabio. But Rusev uh-huh. is just like, oh, God, I guess. I mean, if it's going to help your acting career. Yeah, right, right, right. I think right, Lana's right. just like, I'm doing this. Yeah, right, right, right. I don't right, give a right, fuck what right, you say. Right, right, But Bobby Lashley? Come on, man. I mean, it's the, if it's the, this is the only thing that can put Bobby Lashley over is to put her with Lana and be like a, a dude homewrecker. I guess this is the best, you know, push and gimmick for him. Bobby Lashley, the homewrecker. But yeah, but honestly, actually, his mic skills actually have improved a little bit. They have improved. Just to be Leo Rush was the was the guy, but he's actually talking. You know, yeah, exactly. You used yeah. to think he's kind of like starting over his words. Right, 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 right. But seriously, he out here looking like Barry Sanders <laughs> in the bed with Lana, man. <laughs> Barry Sanders look like Evan Smith. <laughs> Barry oh. Sanders in a Terrell Owens body, basically. <laughs> But I, I kind of I like the storyline, but Nick Vanek's ahead. Honestly, I think it's Rus. They want to give Rusev that face again because back when he was Rusev Day with Aiden English, like yeah, that was that hot. was over. That, that was, was hot. Over. I mean, those calendars were selling out, man. <laughs> they want the fans again to get behind Rusev again. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. What yeah. way to get behind Rusev is having his wife cheat right. on him with a big ass muscular yeah. black guy? Or how about this? Just putting Rusev out there. Just let Rusev be Rusev. You don't have to have him have some, like, convoluted affair or whatever. Like, just let Rusev be Rusev, and he's entertaining by himself. I don't understand why they have to throw all these extra ingredients to something that's already, like, good. And, and please, I brought this up in the last two episodes ago, but he, he slimmed down. He's not this giant anymore. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's like... He's making. He's this, like really. I mean, he lost he's a lot of skinny, weight. Skinny man. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. But then when he's on the right, when he's wrestling, like in that, in that, in that sequence with Bobby Lashley, he's like when he turned on the OC. It's like, Ooh. damn, I'm sure Luke Gallows <laughs> could take you with how skinny you are now. But Rusev throwing him around like he's nothing. Right, right, right. But um, I hope. I mean, I think that's. I that's what I think that Rusev is trying to. They're they're trying to build him up, kind of similar to when he was with Aiden. Right, Bush, and that's right. good. Um. So for Hell in a Cell, you got nothing else. I mean, I mean the finish. You, unless you got something. No, I, I mean, the, I mean, we talked about the finish. I think the finish has been talked about in nauseum. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to go over it just because you know, for sure, it was the last thing. Um, I do want to bring up something before we dip into uh, uh, Raw and AEW and, and uh, NXT is that on Tuesdays there is AEW on on YouTube. They do have it's called AEW Dark, mm. where they show like a lot of their dark matches before they actually do the live show. So they had like last week they had like Darby Allen on there. Um they had a couple matches this week. I didn't get a chance to see it, but on Tuesdays AEW is on on YouTube. And they run a rerun right after. It's right at and immediately. What a way to come, what a way to combat that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, WWE's decision to try to make it a war. Yeah, because you can just watch you can just I mean it's 
it's good for both. Yeah. There's no flip-flop. You can just watch NXT and just watch AEW mm-hmm. right and, and, and since because NXT, the second hour is on the network, mm-hmm. so it's also the same thing. It's going against. So you, you can watch that second hour and the, or you can watch the replay of AEW. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's still, so even, it's still like at a, at a, at a, at a, um, at a war, even at a, at that time slot too. Yeah. And so. there's just, the fact that there's just more opportunity to watch it again is, is better too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't like flipping over. Oh, okay. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how did you, how did you compensate for that? How did you do that? AEW is winning both last two weeks. AEW okay. 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 I mean, I knew AEW was going to win last week just because okay, that was okay. their debut, but second right, week. Right, right. I, I didn't I didn't change the channel a little bit. I saw I mean I did see the Roderick Strong thing, which we'll talk on. Yeah, yeah. But dude, I, I'm like an AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, no NXT and AEW for me uh, are definitely um, putting it out there for like so they're they're definitely trying to com- they're definitely competing like we talked about me and Luigi said we're definitely competing. Um, but for this week, I know last week I said AEW was like you know. Uh, I gave it a nine a rating of nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah. This week I have to get a ten out of ten. Really? Okay. Dude, the okay. matches, the matches for this private week. Private party. Private party with the upset man on the young bucks. Yes. I mean the crazy. It was crazy because usually the young bucks and I know like I've been on I've been on the show and I kind of like say that you could definitely see the young bucks moves before they even do them, but this time it's different. Like they were on the defense when usually the uh, young bucks are very high on the offense. And so they were actually piggybacking and trying to keep, catch up with the private party, who they were just moving, man. They were they were just on different spots, especially that one spot where it was like the her Karana cutter. Yeah, that's their finisher. That was that was is that one of their finishers? I mean, yeah, okay, that's, okay, that's how they won in the past. Okay, okay, that's okay. awesome. Yeah, and like just their matches, just like the the flying and all that stuff, and like it was still psychology based too, um, and like you know who would have thought after the super kicks. The diving out of the ring, the her karana cutter, and all these like reverse moves that a roll up is the one that they made the win, you yeah, know. And and to me, oh, first of all, first of all, get you on the damn dumbass cameraman because there was a good sequence when he had the sharpshooter on him, and Isaiah Casty was gonna reach for the ropes, and yeah. uh, it was uh, was that Nick Jackson who did the face buster? Yeah, 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 off yeah, yeah. the off the ropes, and then he. Transition to a backflip off the apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. one saw that. Yeah, I know. The fucking announcer had to describe because the camera wasn't like it was not. It was centered. Yeah, it wasn't switched off to the other side. Right. You know how like, you know they do the three camera or four camera. Yeah, thing. they would move to a different they, camera. Yeah, if it was WWE, they would have went to the other camera, but they kept it in the center. And, and I'm like, oh my. God. And it's like that's like one of the best young bug yeah. transitional moves is when he does that uh, second rope. Uh, like transition into the flip and into the DDT. Oh, dude, this is where this WWE is, like, is always going to beat AEW is camera work in terms of production. Production, production right, yes, exactly, exactly. But I'm so mad they missed that because that that would have exactly. been cool. Like him it, reaching for the ropes and they just right, and then like and then like uh, they oh they almost they catch the part where like the where he uh where what's his name Nick Jackson pulled the dude's foot. Mm. Remember when he was trying to get a tag and he was like inches of getting the guy's hand and he uh he pulled the guy's foot. They they clipped to it right when the guy fell. Yeah. So it looked like you know it looked like why did he just trip? But oh, because the other buck pulled his foot. But like they almost missed that. It's like it's like the cameraman themselves were at awe. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, and those there are probably 
15 moves during that match that could qualify as a WWE finisher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, for, but in this, uh, but, <laughs> but, in, but in AEW, they'll kick out after, after one. Yeah, yeah, after one. Exactly. But shout out to Private Party. That was great. I mean, what? Is this probably the first uh, eight seed beating a one seed in wrestling history? <laughs> Similar to the Golden State beating the uh, Mavericks. Was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Knicks beating the number one Miami Heat in 99. Or that similar? 16 seed beating Virginia. Oh! March Madness. Dude, and honestly, it's funny. It's like his private party. You know, with the red solo cups, those fit them better than the red solo cups of Street Profits. Okay, 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 okay. It, it's they like, are very, um, they mirror each other in a different type of way. Yeah. You know, like where where Street Profits is like, yo, what's up? Where Private Party is like, hi. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the high pitched. Sat, <laughs> <Sorry>, y'all. <laughs> Come on in. You know? Yeah, they're a little more uh, harder. Uh, yeah. I, say, I mean, uh, Street Oh, Profits, whoa, whoa, oh. whoa, whoa. Bruh. <laughs> Mark Quinn, you know? Um, But yeah. But definitely the matches were, were definitely on a different level on AEW. It just fe- it just felt like every match was kind of a big time match. Even the te- even the Johnny Moxley and uh, uh, Sean Spears match was also good yeah. too. Um, that was uh, Sean Spears taking two L's, man. What taking two L's. So which which AEW has not really said anything about either. They haven't said anything about the wins and losses. So I don't know if there's like if uh, I had never been on the AEW website. So I don't know if there's like a ranking. Or a conference, <laughs> yeah. or a division. Speaking so of like, these rankings, you would think after Sean Spears after losing to Cody that all of a sudden he wrestles up uh, against yeah, Moxley. Come yeah, on. exactly, exactly. He should be wrestling like exactly. And also with two L's is the uh, librarian guy. Yeah, the librarian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, 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 right. But shout out to them. That was a good match. Uh, John John Moxley looks good, man. He really looks. Does good. Does he look weird in tights though? I mean, I'm used to. You I mean, mean the cut off the, the biker shorts? The biker He's got to keep the jeans. I know it's like part of his old gimmick, but. Yeah, it's more him. Not, does it is his DDT different? He like does the edge yeah. thing where he lifts the guys do right, that, right? The okay, Bobby Roode, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, just can't just take it, man. What the yeah, fuck? exactly, exactly. You I know you're a new. This is your new. You have to give like a halfway wedgie on somebody. <laughs> you know that was cool. The dirty deeds. Just the call. dirty deeds was yeah, and then he would just slam the dude's head like real. Fa- I don't know. I it, like it, that. Just just name it something else. That's AEW more like. Yeah, I wear biker darn shorts. Deeds, darn deeds. <laughs> darn deeds. Damaging deeds. <laughs> Um, yeah, so shout out to him. That was a good match. Um, so on the flip side, NXT, right? Wait, can, we, can, we, can we talk about Curious Jericho's promo? Or promo yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Inner Let's Circle. Yeah, yeah, the inner. I like that name, though. It's, okay. I mean, it's it's it could be worse. It means a lot. <laughs> it means a lot. Like inner circle of your ass or something like that. <laughs> Sammy Guevara, you know, the <laughs> perfect person. <laughs> He's so he's. I mean, he's a perfect heel. He's like so punchable. Yeah, yeah. Sammy Cavaro. Sammy Cavaro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, but the promo was great. Chris Jericho is definitely elevating his level as being a, this like the modern day like superstar wrestler. Elevating his heat with WWE as well. Uh, well, I, I mean, he definitely knows that he's playing into the whole like putting heat on himself, getting heat, getting noticed, getting AEW notice. Blah blah. He knows what he's doing, right? This is why he's like considered one of the. Not the greatest, but one of the best of all time, you know? Definitely the greatest of all time, but definitely on that upper echelon of wrestlers, you know? And he showed that he was the best when he shot down yeah. 
Jake Hager's, you know, the we, we the, the people, people from the fans. Yep. And because we all agree, that's just horrible, creative. Yeah, exactly. Why are you making him this American exactly. patriot guy? Yeah. We the people. Right. Come on, man. Yeah. I bet you somewhere, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zeb Coulter is like, which I was just doing Ooh, my job. What's wrong with that? <laughs> what's wrong with him doing that? No, but him shooting it down and uh-huh. just say, hey, that shit was fucking lame. It was whack. Yeah. He's, he's different now. And yeah. You know, and putting him as his MMA, which he is, and yeah. he did win in Bellator. Yeah. Right. So he is a true MMA fighter. Yeah, he was definitely he was definitely doing what uh, a, a leader of the inner circle should do is definitely uh, uh, making everybody in his team look good. I mean, I like how he went to LAX. He talked about Jack Hager. He talked about Sammy Guevara, and then I also like how he gave a little shout out to uh, you know shout out to Eddie Guerrero's birthday it was a couple of days ago. How he said "Viva la raza." Yeah. So I thought that was really smart. So like there was a lot of like Easter eggs in his promo. He said the list. Was his mm-hmm. reminiscent of his gimmick from WWE, so in his promo alone, there was a, just a lot of hidden gems in there that I thought that was really good. And shots at WWE and shots at like other people. It was perfect. It was perfect. Perfect, it was perfect. the way that yeah he took away perfect. some of definitely. his attention on him and definitely. shined definitely. On I mean the guy Cuban bushwhackers <laughs> <laughs> or Puerto Rican. <laughs> um. um. But yeah, the and then the later on the main event. Oh, I mean, well, later on the the, the Darby Allen match. Yeah. With uh, Jimmy Havoc, who I don't know, he has any offense moves. Jimmy just, Havoc, just, he just, just takes, biting, he just just biting and just taking <laughs> like taking punches, I guess. Yeah. And then he puts this promo like, 15 years I'm in the game. <laughs> this is my opportunity." And this dude just biting his hand with, with f- his like with his like back facial bacterial type mask that he has. And yeah. I've been on Twitter because honestly, I don't know much about Jimmy Havoc. Uh-huh. But then you know you're on Twitter. I'm seeing, I'm hearing you know people tweet like, "This is fucking Jimmy Havoc, everyone." Blah blah. Sweaties. Yo, sweaty. This guy looks like. <laughs> <laughs> As if he's a singer from Mudvayne, you know those. Uh, yeah, right. Sorry. Those uh, metal. Right. Uh, right, and nothing wrong with Hot Topic, but if he worked there, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't uh, see somebody child. different. <laughs> he's, he's... And nothing wrong with Hot Topic. I like that place. That's but... where I get some of my wrestling shirts. Yeah, though. for sure, for sure. But what, um, what, what do you think about Darby Allen's finisher, <laughs> coffin drop? It's scary. It's a scary move. It's uh, um, I can only see, he's the only type to 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 do that type of move, um, because like. Usually, when you land in the wrestling mat, it has to be flat back, mm-hmm. and he's not flat at all when he does it. Is he's just kind of throwing himself? I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely kind of flat when he lands. But I mean, but you, if, you just don't know where you just can't see where you're landing. But if you, know you land I mean? on someone's body, then the whiplash of your neck. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, like I said, like he's the only one that can really do it well and do it good. Uh, I don't think anyone else could do that. Did that move? Um, for me, I thought this. This title shot, though, for Darby Allen is huge. Um, he's got a very unique move set. He's definitely being used. Uh, uh, he's definitely used like in prime time spots. I mean, how many matches has he had since being on AEW? I've heard, I've seen like he's got like all the big time matches. He had the match with Cody. He's had yeah, a match he, with on every almost every event that they had. He's been he's been in there and yeah, where he did the coffin drop on the damn apron on the horrible. damn apron. Yeah, and now he's got the title shot. I just hope that that it's a good match, and I hope that there's none of this interference type bullshit like from Jet Hagar did. I hope it's like actually a one on one to showcase his skill. Um, Yo, shout out to Daryl because he called out that Jack Hager looking like he's going to a first day of. <laughs> 
first day on the job or something with the pants <laughs> and the t- polo buttoned up all to the neck. He didn't look like Biff from Back to the Future? <laughs> it just wasn't a good fit. You have the bushwhackers. Yeah. And then you had the Sammy, right. Yeah. And he's just standing there stoic. Like, it's the inner circle, man. It's the inner circle. You know, good thing Chris is talking for him. I mean, he's do you like how they call it the inner circle? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if... It would fit better if, like, the OC was called the Inner Circle because they're like, right, they have yeah, the, they right, have right, the right, history. Right, 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 right. Chris right, Jericho right. was with this, like, 16-year-old kid. He's like, oh, I've known him for years. 16-year-old kid. We're the Inner Circle. Uh, LEX from uh, Impact and Hager from WWE. But it's like. Whatever. Yeah, yeah it's like. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I like the name. I like. Yeah, it's like people who shouldn't. It's like people who shouldn't be with each other are in there, but they're the Inner Circle. They, yeah, so. Could be right to censor. I mean, yeah, I, I oh, like yeah, Inner yeah. Circle. Inner is Circle. fine. G-Spot. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's it gonna say? So what we do, wait, really quick. Darby Allen doing the skateboard. The oh, yeah, off the I, I, yeah, jumping on the skateboard. Um, the one thing I didn't like. Are you talking about the end? The yeah, broad yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. how you use the skateboard to go down the ramp and yeah, shit, dude. That and that's him too. That's what is, his yeah, thing. skateboard. Like what he did, like a uh, a skateboard kickflip, a clothesline. Yeah, <laughs> jump off the skateboard. But here's the thing. Okay, at the end of the brawl, right? You're just brawling, right? Let's just think, like in a sense, that the brawl is a real fight, right? If you're beating up on a dude, why would you walk away and then go into the ring and and tell him, yeah, come into the ring, come into the ring, if you're already fighting outside? <laughs> That's the part I didn't like at the end. It's like, why did he just have to continue to fight or Jericho just walk up the ramp and then Darby Allen just stay near the uh, ring? Instead, they fought, they fought, hit him with the skateboard, and then Darby Allen then walks up the stairs to walk into the ring, and he's like, come on, come on, come in the ring. It's like... But Wait, you already were hitting you already, him. You already weakened him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You already were hitting him outside the ring. So why'd you just, why'd you ask to stay there? You got a skateboard, you know? It's like, see, those are the small details that kind of just annoys me a little yeah. bit. You know? But the MJF thing, oh. was, I mean, that was kind of a nice because I was like, I was thinking maybe he was going to turn. Just because MJF's a dick, you know? That's his yeah. persona. <laughs> yeah. He's like, man, Cody brought me up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he has some sensibility, you know? Yeah, he's sticking up for Cody. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, I like this little. Uh, yeah, I like this. I like this feud that's gonna be yeah. going on. Yeah. So I I don't know. They, are they calling themselves the elite, or they're gonna use uh, uh, a different name? I don't know. You know, like the CEOs and vice presidents. I don't know. <laughs> student council. Are they student, council? student council. <laughs> okay, so like, kind of wrapping up AEW a little bit. Just one last question: Do you like how they are using Kenny Omega so far? I mean. As he's depicted as the star, of but he's kind of, he? he's taking the back seat. I'd say he's the biggest back seat, like all the way to the back. Yeah, like I mean, he's all with, the way no, to not, the back. Not all the way. He's with John. He's with John. Okay. The my thing is that you have literally one of the top three wrestlers in the comp in in the world, right? Mm-hmm. For fans like us, when we saw him come out there with the Bob Ryer broom, the cleaner, right? Yo, we're like, oh, yo, that's awesome. That's dope. But to somebody who knows what the hell that broom represents with him and barbed wire around it, mm-hmm. they're just like, what is he, a janitor now or something? Like, why or is he wrapped on a broom? Yeah, why does he have a broom? You know? <laughs> like there there's no significance to him having the broom to uh to rank to uh plain fans, to casual fans. So I do like how in the beginning they were telling the world about the Young Bucks and how like they're one of the greatest tag teams out there, and that's why they're ranked number one and blah blah blah. Kind of like what we talked about last episode. They're not giving, uh, 
they're not letting anybody know who these wrestlers are. They're just like being showcased. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of cool in a way of getting the fans to understand that and, and, and pick and choose who they like just based on the show itself instead of like the theory of making a vignette and telling them who they are and then like kind of shoving them down your throat so you get to choose actually who you get to root for. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's it's still kind of like you still have some explaining to do. You know, Lucy, you have some explaining to do. <laughs> there's got to have some, there's got to be some balance. At least a, a little, little factoid. Bit. Yeah, you know Not what I'm saying? Not some SCU outstanding outside the White House for like right, for right. a two-second video. Right, 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 right. And right. be like, take your pick. Is it the... Right, because I mean, I know they're, they're I mean, it's still, fre- it's still fresh, it's still dope, but in the end, you can't rely on the hardcore fans for longevity. You just can't, you know? No. So I, you, need, you need some fans to get in there, but... Yeah, that's, that's, that's something they need to still figure out. I mean, fuck, they can't even get the damn cameraman to catch a good move. I mean, what <laughs> makes you think that they're going to have this all of us on the production value to make these cool yeah, vignettes? Yeah, the, yeah, vignettes or, like, you know, these promos. But but I would say it's 2 nothing. Okay. AEW. Okay, okay. NXT, 2 nothing. Okay, even even with the Roddick Strong and Velveteen Dream, uh, like, even small with, dick joke. That, you was, know? that was great, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, you know. Um, I think Velveteen is just so man. He's just so polarizing to me. Yeah. Well, I know some people think so too, man. Well, those uh. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> those anyway. Toronto, those Toronto cheerleaders or whatever. That, oh yeah, during, yeah, during, yeah, during, yeah, during takeover. That's true. That's true. Getting a little true. too close to them. But he was. He should just stay on NXT, man. I feel like I, he's an NXT guy. He's an NXT guy. He's an NXT guy. He um, called off in the draft. Yeah, no, 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 no. He, there, there's still a lot of time that they have to do with him. But the thing is, like, so I guess Finn Balor is full-time NXT. Really? Yeah, I mean, because he came out on the show, and he did a little promo saying, like, why he's there. There's a little vignette of saying, like, all the accomplishments that he has. So he's like, it's definitely him being on NXT only helps NXT. You know, so like it's some people kind of look at it as kind of like a downgrade, but I don't think so. I'm sure he prefers it. Oh, I'm pretty sure a lot of professional uh, wrestlers want to stay there. Yeah, seriously. You know, so one being Johnny Gargano, dude. And what's all Finn Balor's helping it? And it seems like the merge of 205 Live. Yes. Is, yes. And they're because call, they're calling the title the yep. NXT Cruiserweight yes, title. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. they're really just dissolving. And like we kind of predicted, well, I'm yep. sure, well, it helped because Triple H kind of hinted at it. Yep, yep, but yep. We, like we said, 205 to Live is going to dissolve into NXT. And yep. that's what's going on. And, and it works out. And, it, I, it and out. I like that Leo Rush won too, because uh-huh. it's, you know, because he has, he's got a mouth, he has talent. Mm-hmm. And this is a good. You know, way to break off this NXT cruiserweight title because yeah. he's because he can do a promo, right? And I feel like they got somebody, they got somebody similar to the like TJP who is a kind of a character, and who's pretty decent on the mic skills. So like, and they have somebody that you kind of want to watch. I mean, nothing against Drew Gallic, but you know he's very technical based. What Leo Rush though? There's a there's like a nice a lot of like high flying moves, some technical moves. He's fast, so he's very flashy. Yeah. So he's definitely somebody that. That you want to watch having the title. So. He's got the twisties, man. He's trying to he look like t- Jimmy Butler. He's trying to look like Jimmy Butler, man. <laughs> He's got that little sit-down springboard stunner that he does on the bottom rope, you know? His wife is sitting, like, in the black room, like, Thank you, babe. Man, thank, you. thank you, babe. You got to be backstage. They me, yeah, they thank let me you. stay here. <laughs> WWE is something different, but NXT, Triple H yeah, is nice to me. I can eat in the catering room. <laughs> hey. Hey. 
Did you make this chicken? This chicken's good. Can I, can I take some home? Uh, <laughs> uh, hotel. Are y'all just gonna throw these cookies out? This is for Leo after his match. You know, <laughs> really for her. Like, dang, three plates. <laughs> Leo's skinny as hell. He don't eat all that. <laughs> Well, yeah, Drew Gulak and his damn white briefs. Yeah, 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 wrestling. yeah. No, that's, that's not going to carry over. No, 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 no. This is going to help build. Did you see the Roger Strong uh, swerve match? Mm. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Although, I like that guy, Swerve. Um, but the thing is, like, his timing. He's like, he's re- you could tell, like, he's more set on doing his high-flying moves than actually wrestling. Um. But I do like I I do like the little spotlight shine. I do like that. Um, that was a long match too. That was a long match. Uh, the uh, the other match I thought it was long. I don't know if I don't know if anybody saw this, but like I'm pretty sure people did. But um, the Kushida versus Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Or should I say Kushida versus the dude that looks like uh what's his name the, the MMA fighter that's on uh, SmackDown. Kane Velasquez. Oh, come on! They, they look the same. They look the same. They got Kane the same Velasquez. chest, man. They got the same the chest. Same and not defined body, basically. <laughs> but I thought that was a good match. Also long, but also good. Kushida got hurt, I think. Did he really? I don't know. Oh, it's a shit. rumor. Well, we don't Luigi's, have Luigi. Luigi's we don't have Luigi here. We don't have Luigi here to give us the rumor. But <laughs> we need to elaborate. Need Luigi. <laughs> Let's give him a call. Oh, real quick though, Rhea Ripley though. Yes. Man, yes. That's like. Her answer to AEW's uh, women's division be a priestly. It's like yeah, they're, they're exactly. Crossovers. Somebody, when you see somebody looking like Rhea Ripley down the street, is somebody you don't want to mess with. Anybody that got uh, uh, cornrows on the side of their yeah. hair and then just have the hair on the other side is somebody you just don't want to mess with. Okay. Don't judge, but she's, she's like low key kind of fine. No, she, oh, dude. Rhea Ripley? Dude. Right? Okay, good. Thank God you dude, agree with me. Dude, she's kind of fine. To she me. is. She is very fine. She's very and fine. she's got the attitude, and and she can beat somebody up. You know what I'm saying? But she's like, babe, six. babe, babe. He pushed me. He pushed me. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> I can. I kind of like her. Uh, her little like signature stance. You know when she has like the oh yeah 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 uh, the rock sign. Yeah like, yeah yeah, hand, yeah 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 yeah. Hands above her head. Yeah yeah yeah. I think because people were and doing her look. This, people and her, were doing it. Yeah, probably doing the show. Too. Yeah, and her look is good too. She's definitely got that badass look. She's de- it definitely fits her. It's like nothing fake, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's and I think that's why I liked her too. Is yeah, but damn, when she wrestled Aaliyah, okay. Oh, first good. Of all, <laughs> shout out to her because her she transformed a lot. Looks Aaliyah, a lot. yes, looks wise yes, from, yes. From back yes, when she was yes. on Tough Enough, or she whatever. was always cute, y'all. We're not saying what we're saying, but we're saying like when she but, was on Tough Enough. Man. She was not toned. She had no muscles. She couldn't even wrestle. She looked so. What is that? Five years? Five, six years? Yeah, something like that. And she's somebody that they kept in the performance center that whole time. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of see there. It's kind of it's kind of dope to see her transformation. Transformation. But honestly, I wish she changed her name because Aaliyah, man, to me, growing up, Aaliyah was like. Maybe uh, maybe for you too, but she was oh, like for my, sure. Oh, my, definitely, man. Before Beyonce came up, oh, the, the ideal like, man, the dream. She's more dream than crush. a woman, more than a woman, more than a woman. <laughs> she's like the dream crush, man. That, oh, definitely, with definitely. the bangs, man, with the with the one eye, you couldn't even see the other face. So to hear Aaliyah, I uh-huh. don't know, and this like right now, not the best wrestler. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like, damn, man. And then did you hear Moro though? Do you hear Moro's reference? What was that? 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah. I've been watching you. <laughs> well, real quick, he, but Maro, when Aaliyah came up, <laughs> the rest of the song reference, it's time for Aaliyah to dust herself off and try again. <laughs> oh, good. Maro, man. Shout out to Maro. Shout out, man. Shout out. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. There you go. There you go. It'd be funny if, yeah. It would be funny if after Rhea Ripley won, beat pin Aaliyah, and Morrow would be like, man, Aaliyah needs to find a, we need a resolution. <laughs> we need a resolution. We have a resolution. We have so much confusion. It's like, you don't get it, Mario. You don't get it. That's like, that's what I want to do. I want to rock the boat, rock the boat, work it in the... You know, when you... <laughs> Yo, you gotta do that sharpshooter better, man. You gotta work the middle, Yo, work, work the, the midsection, middle. work the, the midsection, then <laughs> <laughs> change positions, transition to crab, transition to Boston crab. Oh, <laughs> Let's stretch man. it for me. Stre- I, I don't know. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, unfortunately, we don't have anything for uh, the last call, Louis Luigi. Wait, wait, I know. Oh, do we? We, uh, do we don't. We don't. We miss Luigi. We, we got to save that for next week. So Luigi, okay. Luigi's uh, segment will be stacked with topics. But actually, I did want to catch something that the viewership did beat NXT. Again. Uh, for, for AEW. Again, right? For the yep. most recent? Okay. It drew 1.018 million viewers, Dang. while NXT drew only 790,000. So second week in a row. I mean, it's fitting. probably uh, makes sense. The first week was higher. Maybe but. less. Maybe more. Uh, Matt Riddle and less. Uh, Brizango. But <laughs> but look so. at the headline on this is on Lords of Pain. It's kind of where I get a lot of my news. Shout out to Lords of Pain. But the headline yeah. get you on the headline. What's up? AEW Dynamite viewership down from premiere episode. Like we no talked. Shit, to, we, we, we talked about that a little bit last week too, and we talked about it like with other with Double or Nothing and all those other ones. Remember how last time, like, the viewership was down for last pay-per-view because the next one was paid? You had yeah. to pay? Yeah, yeah. And the other one was free? So, you know damn well, free, there's going to be a high amount of uh, viewerships, you know? Yeah, but they say it's down from the period, but it's still high. Man, yeah, it's like, it's like just because you lost two cents doesn't mean it's, <laughs> it's, like, less, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, like, it's not a loss, man. It's not really a loss, you know? Um, I really want to uh, – I just want your opinion on some, some things I saw on Raw. Okay. What do you think about AOP's little vignettes about the them speaking oh. in in Arabic or they on there? I, I think it's Samoan. No, no, it's that Samoan. I okay. don't know. Okay, okay. okay. Well, okay. Oh, well, sweaty, uh, sweaty's uh, just uh, <laughs> let us know what language they speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 whoops! I didn't transfer. Bruh. But yeah, um, yeah. Let us know what, what language they speak, whether it's uh. Uh, you know, Samoan, Arabic, Punjabi, Pakistani, I don't know. But it's just like... Hindi, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's it's too much of it. They've had like three straight weeks of them being like... The thing is, I okay, so the thing is, I don't mind them so much. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, it's not that I don't care. It's like, I don't mind them. That's their character. Um, I think there was reports even before when NXT that they... Uh, are not good on the mic because of the language, uh, the language, language. barrier, uh, and that's okay. That's that's the reason why they had the Road Warriors manager there, but the Road Warrior manager didn't want to be a warrior on the road, so that's why he's not on Raw, and that's why they suffer. Um, 
But I just want anytime they do a promo like that, when they're in their whatever, the same room that Alistair Black <laughs> is using, when they do their promo, I just think it would be funny if they pan out to the crowd and see the one person that's just like looking around like, are we supposed to understand this or <laughs> what are we supposed to be doing? You know, because like they should know that airing this promo, there's going to be people out there like, why should we be paying attention? You know what I mean? Because like why, if we don't understand what's their purpose and it has nothing to do with the language, it's just that they're just there speaking and nobody understands what they're what they're doing. Like, what's the purpose of them doing it? You know. And, and my thing is, they're talking all this shit, but they've been called up for months now, and they haven't been doing oh, shit. They, they, Man, how you gonna talk shit now after you've been doing nothing? They were before Heavy Machinery and yeah. Lacey Evans, right? Yeah. And since then, they are like the least used. Yeah. NXT. I mean, I want to say EC3 has been used more, and he hasn't Probably. been used enough. You know. But then now they want to talk in their damn JC Penny suit. <laughs> No, it's it's a, a men's men's warehouse, man. Okay. Men's warehouse. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's they need a manager. They need somebody to help them. They need something other than just being in a room, and the focus is on them and them speaking. It, it just doesn't work. And I feel like they're gonna go through the whole uh, Viking Raiders <laughs> uh, sequence. Name change? Se- no, no, not that. Just the sequence of wrestling random jobbers for oh, like a month, uh, yeah, and then yeah. they like. Move up to the B squad or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, shout out to AOP. I mean, they were, they're they're hot on NXT. So yeah, they're they're definitely trying. They probably wish they yeah. were back on NXT. Uh, speaking of who, who was trying, the Singh brothers when they did the man when they called out Alistair Black. Oh my! God. I don't oh, know man. what they're why they did that. I know that they're you know definitely looking for a paycheck. Honestly, while they were um, talking, I thought of like, man, these are just the Los Matadores. You're just like the typecast <laughs> as the, you know, Los Matadores was the Mexican people. And yeah, 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 I mean, they, they kind of don't serve a purpose right now, which is kind of sad because they were in such a high prime, prime spot with the, uh, um, gender, gender Mahal. But, but then, uh, but I, I only probably brought that up because I do like Alistair Black's new move. You see that, uh. Modified dragon sleeper with yeah, uh, yeah. holding his hand behind his back. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Tweak kinda, it more. Kind of get more, uh, Tor- torque yeah, that, more torque on the neck. Torque that yeah. neck? Torque that. Is Lena Vega like that? <laughs> oh. But anyway. <laughs> but that's all I got. That's yeah. All right. Well, since we don't got Luigi here, we're just going to move on to. Oh, okay. Not connected. <laughs> you can hear it. You all can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. And now, sweaty session. So yeah, I thought that since uh, we are short on time a little bit, that we would just think of since there, uh, since there, since Jay's wearing uh, his favorite wrestler Goldberg's T-shirt right now. Yeah, while we're short on time, let's talk about a wrestler who makes short matches. <laughs> And you're and you're wearing an Undertaker shirt, right? Yeah, now. right. I'm wearing an Undertaker shirt as well. Who is the opposite? Who makes long matches because of his entrance? <laughs> um, and what'd you say to you said before the show when I when you saw when you saw me wear the shirt? Like, oh hey, yeah, like when, I, I, yeah. We were wearing the I was wearing the Undertaker shirt and he was wearing the Goldberg shirt. It's basically, we're recreating the <laughs> mess of Crown Jewel right now. Um, no, but since we're talking about Goldberg, we thought that would be funny and a good idea to talk about our favorite spears. Not yeah. Sean Spears, because that's Peyton Royce's favorite. 
But um, he's zero two, so I don't want to talk about him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But we talk about our favorite spears. Do you have any top spears okay. that come to mind? I mean, it's. I think it's unanimous that it's got to be Goldberg because okay. he was a football player. I feel like he has the size to do it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has a size to pull off that move. Not you know. Not like what Matt Jackson did to Private Party in AEW. Right, 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 right. Um, right, right he has right, a size. Right. He has the the technique to do it, and he has the background because he's a football player. So the, the having a spear is more fitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the I, thing is, like he right, like you say, he definitely knows how to use it correctly because he was a football player. I can't think of a time when anybody used a spear before Goldberg. He was the first one, right? As far as I know. I mean, Rhino, right? Maybe before him, or was it around the same time? The Gore? No, no. I think Goldberg, because Rhino came a little bit later. He came I mean, like around EC- like ninety nine. The ECW days, he was doing the Gore, though, right? Or yeah, well? he was doing the Gore, but Goldberg was like ninety seven, okay. ninety eight. So okay. you know, a close, but definitely, the, I've never seen the spear done on anybody else except for Goldberg. It looks like, like I didn't use it. It looks like when he does it, it does the most damage compared to like an edge or well, <laughs> yeah, and he would damage himself. Yeah. You know, he remember like uh, he would like almost do it so do it so fast so hard that he'd give himself concussions. But yeah, he just he wanted to rush into the tip to tip pin. That's why <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be like Bobby Lashley, lift up the leg, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um but the other the other spear that we're talking about the probably the weakest one that like you mentioned is Edge. That is like the weakest one. Because mm-hmm. he's so skinny. He's so lanky. And the thing is, like, I can't imagine Undertaker getting speared from Edge and then him going down for a three count. But he no. did. So it's the like least effective. It's like a spear. Like a cornerback. Yeah, you know, yeah, like exactly. Tackling a fucking exactly. fullback or something. What about Romans? Okay. Well, do you rank Goldberg as one? Yeah, Goldberg is one. Yeah, it's untouchable when it comes to that. Two, yeah, I mean, I don't want to. Actually, no. Two, I want to say Rhino. OG, OG. Okay. Maybe it's a tie, though. Maybe I'm more biased towards Rhino doing it. He did have the size. Yeah. And, like, it looked like it hurt. And the sound, like, the gore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gore is kind of cool. But Roman does have a football background as well. Right. I feel like. And then they would be blinded by his sweaty-ass hair. That's just like, you know (laughs) what I mean? It's like a car wash. (laughs) I feel like the the sell for, I don't know, I feel like the spear is a little more careful nowadays. It it looks weird It can't go all out. Compared to when, yeah, Gores and Goldberg. Yeah, because, like, Roman, who I also think is a top person to do the spear, um, when he does it, he kind of, like, doesn't land fully. He kind of, like, does it enough, and then he kind of, like, pulls back. Mm. You know? Um, What about, uh, I'm going to give you one. What about Batista? Yeah, I would say he has the size, but... But he doesn't have the impact, though. He doesn't have the impact. It's almost as, as if the same thing, like, Charlotte's doing. <laughs> oh God, Charlotte! She's got to be the worst. I, not Edge, Charlotte. Yeah, because basically she's like hugging them. So yeah. it's not really like a. It's not really hitting the shoulder to the to the abdomen. It's just like a hug takedown. What about a uh, an underrated one? Big E through the ropes. Oh, that's like oh, not like a spear. He's holding. He on did to that him. to uh, what Luke Harper, right? Yeah, like he did to look. Yeah, yeah, he does yeah. it a lot. I don't know. He's afraid he's gonna separate his damn shoulder again. But. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, Big E definitely. He definitely has the impact. He doesn't have the size. Um, the Young Bucks, what, Nick Jackson, they, Matt they Jackson, when they do it. It's kind of similar. I hate to say it, but it's kind of similar to Charlotte's. But Angelo Dawkins? Do you think Angelo Dawkins should be up there? <laughs> no. His is like, his is like it wants to be a spear, but it's a spine buster. 
It's like a halfway <laughs> spine buster. He just like lifts the dude's knees into like, oh, we're just going to fall as if you had just a spear on you. you know? Bobby Lashley's got one. Oh, no. He does this thing where he, when he runs and he connects, but you know how like they all fall with the person? He like falls to the side. I don't know if you noticed that. Like when he, when he hits the dude, he like falls to the side. I don't know why he does that, you know, instead of like crashing down with the person. Right. And I think like Charlotte does the same thing where she like tackles, but then she like lands on her knees. Like, yeah. You got to be committed. Yeah, you you got to like right. launch towards Right, him. right. The Big Show did a worse one too. <laughs> I mean, it looked like he just like laying down on somebody. You know. He should just keep that and take away the knockout punches. Oh, well, you see, what I remember I mentioned that this kind of has nothing to do with the spear, but remember I mentioned before that Braun Strowman is the new Big, big Show. Yeah, I mean, now he has a punch to his repertoire. Oh, God. So it's very similar to Big Show. So Oh, he does the whole round it up and then doing the, the shoulder blocks. <laughs> like, come on, man. But, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> How many? <laughs> After every move, that's his way of taking a break. Is like, man, I just did a power slam. Oh, I'm out of breath. <sighs> Alexa, Alexa, come over here. Alex, come over here. Naya, come on. <laughs> Let me give you the power slam, if you know what I mean. There. Naya's like, I'm not like most girls. <laughs> but What's yeah. <laughs> you got any You got any more? Well, who, who's the guy who, who should pick up the spear as, a, as part of his movie? Oh, okay. That's a good one. Who should have the spear in his repertoire? It's got to be someone who's big and has... Mm. Like, like kind of has the Goldberg abilities. Like, pick, I know pick a guy and agile, and uh, he just had a promo in NXT. Um, well, what's his name? You it's think, uh, you think Keith Lee? No, 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 no. It's like the Truth Martinez. Okay. Do you remember that that tall like Latin dude? Like he's on NXT now, but he goes Colognes. The Colognes. I think he calls like the pre <laughs> priest. Oh, Damian Priest. Damian Priest, but dude. he was Truth Martinez on ROH. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you remember he's a dude that did the springboard and then he didn't jump he didn't jump there was enough enough bounce on the rope so he couldn't like land on the dude so he kinda like crawled. <laughs> yeah. You remember that when you saw him at ROH? Yeah. But he he should use a spear. He's definitely athletic he's for good. sure. I like his uh I actually like his entrance, man. Like his, yeah, you like his the arrow, yeah, the arrow? He's like a primo. You know his coming voice. for you. Yeah, he's definitely machismo. <laughs> <laughs> I would say someone um I would say, I mean, if I were to choose, maybe back then, because now Shelton Benjamin's like, I mean, Luigi's not here to defend him, but <sighs> I think just because he's a wrestler, I mean, I feel like someone who can take someone down. I know one that's basically a wrestler now, Kane Velasquez. Dude. Kane Velasquez. I mean, he could do a hurricanrana. Now, let me why bring, not? Why not do, yeah, a, not do a spear? And let me bring up, because um, I wasn't here last episode, but uh-huh. I will take... I was I was a fan of that finish with Brock winning. I mean, I know everyone's not gonna like that, you know, the, the the two Kofi, seconds. Yeah. But that would be the only acceptable way for Brock mm-hmm. to win is if that happened. Kane coming out because I was honestly fucking surprised. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And as someone who's a UFC fan and saw that fight, yeah, Kane literally whooping the shit out of Brock, and Brock yeah, yeah. was on steroids. He at the time they were right, 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 right. a little more lenient on the drug testing back then when Brock was there. Right, 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 he right. He beat right. his ass on steroids. Yeah. So um, I yeah, I mean the so question the, 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 qu- the only question there. the only question I have now that you're here is that is that gonna be left up for Crown Jewel or is it gonna be done earlier? I because mean, the Tyson Fury thing is uh, Crown Jewel now. Oh, I thought for it was, real? yeah so wait when's Crown Jewel? I have no idea. That's what I was about to say. We're going to wait. Like I got to find months. out in this press conference tomorrow. <laughs> let's, let's show up to the press conference and ask. 
But, uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, this is a short, quick episode. We don't have our man here, Luigi, here with us. But you still got two. Get your podcast members in the building. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our show. I hope you oh, had a good this? time listening. Is Kenny G? Um, you know, say, um, it's a, you know, Super Duper Kyle's uh, uh, type of beat. You know, yeah, Shout out to that free music. Shout out to that free uh, uncopyrighted. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, um, you know, I hope you keep following us on Twitter. Get yeah. your podcast on Twitter. Get your podcast on Instagram. Um, we, uh, Jay, I think we're set up to go for uh, what's that show? Yeah, we're gonna go to Impact. We're gonna see our local girl Kylie Ray. Yup, yup, yup. Shout out to her, Kylie Ray. We're gonna see you, girl. Hope you come see us. Well, maybe, hopefully, a picture. Maybe a picture. Um, we'll have our get your shirts by then. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Shout out to uh, Luigi. He's sick. You know, he's getting better. You know. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, he better be. I hope he's not lying. He's probably, uh, you know, that girl he went to the concert with. Oh, well. Bruh. But, yeah. (laughs) We'll see y'all later. Hope you had a good time listening to us. Get your podcast. Thank you for following us. Big shout out to Daryl. Shout out to everybody. We'll see y'all. See y'all later. Peace.